Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Kevin Keenan and Greg Prince bring the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. One of the Catholic Charities uh, programs, numerous programs that we like to highlight from time to time here on uh, Western New York Catholic Weekly, is the area of workforce development. Jobs are always a concern in Western New York, and uh, Catholic Charities is right on the forefront, as usual, of you know helping people with job placement and workforce training and, and all those kinds of things. So uh, today we're going to talk about that, and there's a brand new program uh, in Niagara County that we're going to particularly highlight today. Joining us, returning to the program, Dennis Walczak, CEO of Catholic Charities. Dennis, welcome back to the program. Good to be here. Thanks for inviting us, Greg. And joining him is... Uh, Jeff Perone, and we're going to talk about the ESPRI program, one of those long acronyms. Jeff, just uh, give us a highlight. Uh, what does ESPRI stand for? ESPRI is the Empire State Poverty Reduction Initiative. Exactly what it sounds like. There you go. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the show. Thanks, Greg. Good to be here. Uh, we are still, of course, in uh, Appeal 2018. And uh, before we get into the, the program, Dennis, I think it's important that, that we address a couple things about the appeal this year. Much like Last year, um, we're a little behind on the on the goal. We're about three quarters of the way there, right? Yes, toward, uh, our fiscal year ends June thirtieth, and that'll be the last day of our appeal. Okay. Um, uh, obviously, um, you've been getting some of the press that uh, we don't necessarily like on uh, uh, when, we, when we talk about the appeal. There's a legitimate concern, right, for people in Western New York as they hear about the the current crisis that the Diocese is facing and really kind of kind of refacing in terms of settlements with uh, with abuse victims, um, and, and there's a legitimate concern that uh, the funds that they intend to give for for Catholic charities are actually going to go to the services that every time you're on this show we tell them that it's going to go to. Can we reassure them once again that that is indeed the case? That is absolutely the case, and I can assure you and all of our listeners that. Every penny that goes to the Catholic Charities stays with the organization and goes to support service to people in need across Western New York. And along with that, um, we want to make sure that people understand that 86% of every dollar, 86 cents of every dollar that goes to the appeal funds to su- funds supporting services to people in need. And I, I certainly understand, and, and uh, it's uh, I totally understand people's anger. And upset um, about the uh, abuse crisis, and um, while I can understand that, I hope that um, our uh, listeners and our donors uh, would take into consideration that continued support of Catholic charities means supporting services to people in need, and not supporting the organization not only directly affects the services that we provide across. Um, many needs, but also we provide a lot of services to victims. We provide services to victims of child abuse, elder abuse. We work uh, a lot with um, women and their families who've been victims of domestic violence. So if if we don't make the goal and if uh, people choose not to give, then those services to victims will also be affected. Yeah, I mean, a couple of the programs that, um, you know, you're not necessarily alone, but um, that you provide more than everybody else. In addition to, people are certainly aware of the emergency assistance through Catholic charities. But when you talk about the um, 
those kinds of things in terms of you know elder abuse and and uh, child abuse and the, and those kinds of things. You're one of the only places that people can go for um, low cost and often free counseling for those who are in need of it. That's correct, and um, a portion of the money raised to the Catholic Charities Appeal goes to support counseling services for people suffering from mental illness and also uh, addiction problems. Um, those that don't have insurance, um, those that we provide services to on a sliding scale based on what they provide, the cost of what it is to provide the services and what a person is, is able to contribute to that and the gap of those two um, is often addressed by plugging in appeal money that we raise. So it helps provide these needed services to individuals who don't have the ability to pay. I think the uh, number last year in terms of people served was like over 150,000. 150,000 people across the diocese okay. were served by us last year. Um, is it safe to say that if Catholic Charities doesn't meet its goal, that that's who's going to take the hit on this, right, in terms of yes, your ability um, to provide services? You know, as a matter of fact, um, I prepared for our board a couple of weeks ago different scenarios um, that relate to the um, money that we might raise, and in case in the situations where we would be below goal, there will have to be service cuts in different areas across the diocese. Okay. Um, so again, we thank you for your support of Catholic Charities each and every year, and we ask if you haven't given yet or that uh, um, you're able to, to uh, um, please strongly consider a gift for, for Catholic Charities to, to help those 150,000 people. They're your neighbors in in western New York here in need. And, and as we talked about the um, last time Sister Mary uh, was in and the, and the appeal chairs this year, um, you never know when you might be the one who's in need of the services of, of Catholic Charities. It's why we, we feel so strongly about it here in the diocese and, uh, you know, um, why we like to feature a lot of the great programs that they do here on uh, this program. And if I could add to that, Greg, uh, a point that you just raised sure. about um, you never know who's going to need service. It could be your neighbor. One of the things that we look at when we assess our effectiveness is we ask people questions um, around customer satisfaction. And one of the things that we found is the, the clearest indicator of whether somebody would come to one of our services is if they were given a recommendation by somebody else who has used a service. And we benchmark ourselves uh, in there across other services across the US, U.S., but also other industries. And we consistently score very high and above, way above the the median score for those uh, customer satisfaction rankings. Yeah, top uh, and uh, as far as ratings on charities – uh, top rated. Yes, four star. So um, there you have it. Now, Esprit is uh, one of those innovative programs that Catholic Charities, um, you know, is again at the at the forefront of all the time. In fact, over the last probably two or three years, I, I think just about every time we've had a guest in from Catholic Charities, you know, probably seventy five percent of the time, it was about a brand new program that Catholic Charities is involved with. This is an interesting one, Jeff. And by the way, let me let me remind you that uh, Jeff Perrone is, uh, is uh, I guess, he's heading up the Esprit program and working with that in Niagara County. And Dennis Walzak, CEO of Catholic Charities, is with us today as well. Uh, Jeff, tell us a little bit about um, uh, kind of what was the what was the genesis of this program? What is what is it sure. all about? 
Sector. So the, the name in many ways says the says it all, right? Sure, it's the Empire State Poverty right. Reduction Initiative. Yeah. Uh, Governor Cuomo uh, decided that he wanted to invest uh, some of the state resources into programs uh, across the state. So there were 16 communities in New York State that were selected as Esprit communities, and each community got a certain amount of money to really develop a a community-driven plan that would reduce poverty. So the governor didn't say did, – did not say this is how you're going to do it. He said Here's, here are the resources, community. You decide what will work best for your community. So the mayor of Niagara Falls worked with uh, an organization called Niagara Organizing Alliance for Hope. They're part of Voice Buffalo, uh, which you may be familiar with. And um, they really wanted to focus on – um, better hiring practices, better employment opportunities for individuals that live in Niagara Falls, um, making hiring and employment opportunities more inclusive, uh, you know, hiring individuals from directly from the falls and really from some of the, the hardest hit communities in Niagara Falls. So right around the time they were having those conversations, the governor released these Esprit funds and they figured this would be a great opportunity to address that issue. Um, because of Catholic Charities' reputation across Western New York in providing quality workforce development programs, they were asked to be the administrative lead. And so it was Catholic Charities, uh, the mayor's office in Niagara Falls, NOAA, uh, working with the commissioner of the Department of Labor and uh, the New York State Department of Labor and uh, several uh, leaders of, of trade unions in, in Niagara Falls, they got together and, and really started to put together what this plan could look like. I was fortunate enough to come on in August of last year and really just met with as many people in the community as I can. Because the, the one, one of the few caveats that the governor wanted to have in this program is that it, it was community-driven. Uh, we had to get input from the residents, from the people who live and work in Niagara Falls. So after talking with many, many of them, uh, we developed this pipeline, which takes an individual from a situation of poverty or un unemployment, underemployment, uh, through a process where the, their social their social needs will get remediated, uh, they'll get some academic supports to make sure that they're academically ready to uh, get and hold a job. Um, they'll work with uh, programs for career planning, de developing a lot of their soft skills, get vocational training, and have case management support through the whole process, right up into placement into a job and then beyond. Uh, now, it just is uh, maybe just a. Uh, uh little background because I'm sure you've looked at this uh, in terms of uh, setting this program up. Um, when we think about the, the job picture historically in western New York, everybody always kind of focuses on, you know, the steel industry and the sure. loss of the steel industry down Lackawanna and right. Dunkirk even and, and uh, you know, kind of south. If we look north, many of the Similar things have taken place, right? I mean, the the sure. chemical industry changed, the automobile industry, yeah. um, all things that were that were you know strong parts of the and, and the workforce was heavily involved in in Niagara County and the in the North Towns. It, it, that whole thing's kind of changed, right? Well, all of the challenges that you see in typical Rust Belt communities, especially Buffalo, yeah. Lackawanna, you see in Niagara Falls as well. Uh, different industries, but but the same impact of those industries leaving. Um, that's led to uh, that, and, and some other factors have led to. Um, generations of, of individuals that have been impacted by poverty. And, you know, I think it's time that, that we start to turn the corner on that. Just tell me about some of the uh, partners Catholic Charities has Perfect. in regard to the to the program. Well, aside from the ones that I mentioned with uh, uh, NOAA and the New York State Department of Labor, uh, the trade unions, 
anyone that is working and living in Niagara Falls is is welcome to the table. So we have you know great organizations from Heart, Love, and Soul, uh, Niagara Community Action Program, Family and Children's Services, Community Missions. Uh, the, the County Department of Social Services has been a great uh, partner. Um, Niagara University. Um, some of the, the the key partners that are actually doing direct work for. Um, Esprit will be uh, Orleans and Niagara BOCES, the Catholic Charities Workforce Development Programs, uh, Literacy, uh, New York, Buffalo, Niagara, Isaiah 61, which is a, a construction trades training program that has a faith-based bent to it. Uh, we're also working with Consumer Credit Counseling Services and Niagara University as well. Uh, that points to something else that I was uh, that I was going to ask you. So um, we talk about um, you know reducing poverty and uh, trying to help out the the workforce, job training, etc. Uh, what kind of of jobs and training are we talking about? We're we're open to anything. Right? You know, initially I think that the plan because Niagara Falls is seeing a considerable construction boom. Uh, they're doing a lot of redevelopment. A lot of uh, hotels are being built in, in Niagara Falls. They're doing uh, rebuilding a lot of the the, the, the greenscape and, and the parkway along the falls area. So initially it was looking at a lot of the construction trades. Um, an individual that can get into one of the unions and, and that, that's a career job and and they'll be very comfortable for the rest of their life if they can keep, get and keep that job. Um, but aside from that, there, there's plenty of jobs in the medical industry, manufacturing. There are still many manufacturers in Niagara Falls and they are constantly looking for work uh, for people to, to work for them. Um, the hospitality industry is just booming in Niagara Falls. And, and if we can identify a way for individuals to get into the hospitality industry and to move up the ladder in, in, in those positions um, and, and, and move up the company, then those are going to be great jobs for individuals as well. And people might not realize it, but, um, you know, the service industry, it's a, it's a whole different thing. If you're coming out of a out of a trade or manufacturing background, it really takes a special skill set in the hotel industry, in the food service mm-hmm. industry. I mean, working with people is not like working with your hands, right? <laughs> you, you have to have the right personality, the right yeah. training, but you also have to just be a very hard worker. They're, yeah. they're not easy jobs, but they can oh, the be hours very are all rewarding. over the place. The hours are hard, um, but but the you know as you work up through the the, the ranks, it's. It's a, a very sustaining job, and, and Niagara Falls is a great place. It's, you know, you, it's one of the wonders of the world, and you get to interact with individuals from all over the country as they visit the falls, and, and Niagara Falls is really capitalizing on that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jeff, uh, you know, you're, you're just recently, finally, you have full community approval for the yes. program, which means that I'm, I'm assuming you're you're ready to roll. You're ready to we, we give 110%, right? right? So what does that mean going forward with the Esprit program? Where do you see this sure. going over the next few months? So over the next few months, I mean, there's going to be a concerted outreach effort, getting the word out to the community, uh, talking to individuals who might be dealing with uh, situations of poverty or unemployment, underemployment, um, really selling them on the program and the benefits of this program. Here's an opportunity for you to not only have an end goal of an entirely different, new, better way of life, but to have all the supports throughout the process so that if 
you know, life happens to you as it does to so many people as they go through a training program or as they try to get out of situations of poverty, um, they're going to have the supports of many case managers and mentors and and colleagues to to help them through that process and make sure that they can overcome all those obstacles. Dennis, uh, we can kind of talk about how this plays into the things Catholic Charities has been doing uh, for years in many cases in, in Western New York. And by the way, the website for Catholic Charities is ccwny.org. Uh, normally, I like to get that in right out of the gate. Uh, any of the things that we talk about with regard to, to Catholic Charities uh, are available. You can find all the information on the, the website about any of the things that uh, we, we talk about and you can look at their uh, news section and any of the any of the announcements that they've made are there. And of course, if you click up in the corner, uh, you, you, you can uh, donate to uh, the Catholic Charities Appeal for uh, the great services that they provide here in Western New York. I'm Greg Prince. Thank you for joining us on Western New York Catholic Weekly this week. We are uh, talking about uh, in the first part of the program about uh, a new program that Catholic Charities is heading up in Niagara County. It's the Empire State Poverty Reduction Initiative, or ESPRI, and it, it takes advantages of a lot of the the kinds of uh, things that Catholic Charities has already been involved with and has been involved with in terms of their their overall uh, programs there at Catholic Charities. Jeff Perrone uh, is working with that program and kind of told us about that in the first half. Dennis Walzak, CEO of Catholic Charities, is joining us as well. A lot of the things, Dennis, that Jeff talked about with regard to ESPRI are really playing on the strengths of programs you've already got in place, right? Catholic Charities has provided workforce development and education services for over 40 years. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, we were um, a fortunate uh, relative to expansion of those services to uh, secure our first contract in Niagara County three years ago through the Niagara County Workforce Investment Board. Um, so we were able to set up operations um, in a, a few sites in Niagara County to carry that service and program um, um, in that area. Uh, in addition, um, uh, we've been involved in a, a number of initiatives um, in uh, Buffalo and Erie County over the last couple of years. As we see uh, the number of jobs um, increasing and are available um, in our community, geez, I've been around for a long time, and I, I have not seen a time in our city's history um, that there's been jobs available, uh, meaningful mm -hmm. jobs, uh, well-paying jobs. Uh, so to that, uh, to our um, involvement in those um, situations and in that service, uh, we've been uh, able to provide what we do, and that is we don't do the um, the job training per se um, itself, but what we do provide is the opportunity for people to get their high school equivalency diploma. We provide uh, a tutoring and mentoring to upgrade people's skills in math and reading, which are, are, are two of the most critical skills that people need for any type of job. Um, and we also provide uh, life skills training, um, how to write a resume, how to interact with your boss, um, how to dress appropriately for work, how to deal with conflict and tension in the workplace because we found that, um, and we hear this from employers, those are the, the skills um, that um, need to be taught in addition to the technical skills about the job itself that help to maintain people in the workforce. So that's what we bring to the table. 
Uh, well, and um, it's one of the things that I talk about just about every time somebody from Catholic Charities is here. The other plus is your extensive network of of partners in Western New York, people, organizations, and other um, uh, you know outfits that you're involved with. If somebody comes to Catholic Charities and you don't have maybe the exact thing that they need, you're generally able to point them in the right direction, right? That's correct. Um, uh, people come to Catholic Charities through many different doors. Yeah. They, based on a specific need, for example, they could go to one of our. Um, numerous WIC sites in Niagara, Erie, and Chautauqua County because they want WIC service. They could come into um, our central intake program in downtown Buffalo because they need emergency financial assistance. But invariably, when somebody comes in to meet a a specific need that they have, after half an hour of one of our intake workers, counselors, case managers sitting with them, we find out there are five or six other things going on in their life that they need help with. And I would bet in at least 90% of those other needs, we can help them out in Catholic Charities. And if we can't do that within our network of services, Greg, as you said, we will link them and refer them um, to another organization that would provide a service that we don't provide. It's probably one of the things people don't think about. When we talk about and, – and Jeff had mentioned a little bit kind of, you know – all the sort of Rust Belt communities have faced these challenges in terms of the workforce, in terms of poverty. Um, you know, a, a Buffalo remains one of the poorest cities in the nation, okay? And that's just Buffalo. That doesn't take into account the outlying areas. When we talk about Niagara Falls. We talk about the, the South Towns, um, you know, Allegheny, Chautauqua counties, two of the poorest rural counties in New York State, at least, and and I would venture in the country as well. So um, there are significant challenges that we face here. But one of the things I think people don't always take into account, somebody loses their job, and we're talking about unemployment, that creates a number of problems. It means loss of health care, right? It means difficulty for families, feeding kids, getting food on the table. It means... Um, Having, in many cases, which is what we're talking about today, needing to shift gears and find a, find a new job and probably a, a new field. Generally, um, in many cases, um, the workforce reductions are because certain industries just aren't as strong here in western New York anymore. Um, that's really Catholic charity strength, isn't it? One of the things that we we look at in Catholic Charities through all our programs, and it goes to the point that you raised, Greg, about the, the incidence of poverty in our community, and Buffalo is the third poorest large city in the United States, and the incidence of child poverty is abominable. Fifty-two percent of children in the city of Buffalo live at or below the poverty level, and that's not only abominable, it's unacceptable, and we need to do something collectively as a community to turn that around. So in the area of poverty reduction relative um, to workforce education and, and helping people get training and jobs, what our um, focus is in Catholic Charities is to work with individuals who have been living a life of poverty, who have been chronically unemployed or underemployed, people returning to our community from prison, refugees and immigrants. Those are the populations that we work with. And what we try to do, and, and employers tell us this all the time, we have the work. We'll train people to do the job, but make sure people get here on time, make sure that they have the supports necessary, that they, if they stumble, 
and follow that, that you're somebody's there right next to them to help prop them up. And that's what we see ourselves doing. We help prop people up because people that are um, experiencing life in those categories – uh, a, a crisis that might throw you or, or me off for a day could be devastating to them. So we want to be the organizations that that's there. Um, when somebody who is really struggling and working hard to get out of poverty has a child care issue um, where they have to make a decision to stay home, a single mom with her sick kid because she has not been able to develop a child care network or system, or if there's a transportation problem um, because still – in the Buffalo area, a lot of the jobs are outside the city. So for a city person to get to Clarence, it often takes an hour and a half on the bus. Um, so something happens there. It, it could throw them off and it could be the, the difference between staying on the job or getting fired. So we see ourselves as that, that backup, that support, helping people um, get back on their feet if something hits them that throws them for a loop. Uh, Jeff, let me throw it back your way for a moment. Um, provided maybe a concrete picture of this with regard to the ESPRI program. How are we seeing these things play out so far in, in what you're seeing through the Poverty Initiative in Wyoming, Poverty, excuse me, Poverty Reduction Initiative in Niagara County? I think what, what Dennis said was, was right is that there are jobs. There, there are jobs and good jobs in western New York and, and Niagara County, Niagara Falls, and all of western New York. And the employers consistently say, we just need people who will show up. We need people who have basic reading and math skills. Uh, we, need, we need people who have the supports because when someone moves from a situation of poverty to uh, a good job, they still have some barriers that they have to overcome. There's daycare, there's transportation. But there's also as soon as they get that first paycheck, they lose the benefits that they've been accustomed to. So what, what are ways that the employer and the community can work to help that individual through that, what we call the benefits cliff time? Um, so uh, working with Catholic Charities in with a spree in Niagara Falls is going to be amazing because their programs do such an amazing job with these soft skills, with the, the social and emotional supports for people heading into the workplace. Um, they really bring a, a depth of services to Niagara Falls that uh, will complement greatly what's already there. Uh, just one other uh, uh, program, Dennis, that I that I wanted to bring up, and uh, Sister Mary uh, had reminded me of it when uh, she was here last time on the program, and uh, we we didn't get a chance to really talk in detail, but she but she did bring it up. Uh, the Northland Training Center. Tell me what's going on there. I certainly would not let us get off the air without, <laughs> without talking about it. Right, exactly. Initiative I, that yeah, we're very yeah. fortunate to be. In involved fact, she in. said. Um, yeah, let Dennis talk about that when he comes in. So there you go. <laughs> and we're very, um, uh, very pleased um, that we have the opportunity um, to be involved in this. And um, we partnered with the Goodwill Industries, uh, Buffalo Urban League, and the Buffalo Niagara Manufacturers Alliance um, to uh, put together a proposal to oversee um, the operation of the Northland Workforce Training Center. And we were fortunate to get the bid from the state. Um, so we've been working on this project for close to two years. Uh, we're at the point right now where um, we have an ex- uh, chief executive officer. He's hiring staff to um, provide services in the operation. The building, the conversion of this former uh, factory on Northland Avenue on the east side of Buffalo is well underway. And we're all on target to have the building finished in August and start uh, operating in September, providing educational instruction. And what the center is um, all about is to provide a comprehensive training so people can get jobs in advanced manufacturing and also in utilities. 
Catholic Charities and our partners in the Goodwill and Buffalo Ergen Lee will provide wraparound services, outreach, and case management to support individuals coming to the center. So as Jeff and I have talked about, these are individuals who um, uh, have been living in poverty, are at risk of losing their jobs, so we'll be there to buttress them up. And um, on the manufacturing end, this is was very surprising um, for me to learn in um, on this project is there is a, a crisis in the manufacturing sector um, around their ability to fill jobs. There will be in a few years, uh, 60,000 jobs um, that will not be filled if we don't ramp up as a community to figure out a way to get people to work there. So um, that's a negative thing. But on the positive thing, there are jobs here, and there right. is this project now working together to not only train people but provide the support so they can get and keep these jobs. Any of the Catholic Charities programs that uh, we've talked about today and, uh, you know, any uh, perhaps uh, there's something you've heard on the program and uh, you are, are interested in uh, in hearing more about it, perhaps you, you need a service yourself. Something you heard today said, boy, I could really use some help in that area. By all means, visit ccwny.org and uh, find out more about the great work that they do. And by all means, also continue to support Catholic Charities. You can donate on the website as well, um, it, uh, you know, the, the money goes directly to these services that uh, we've been talking about here on Western New York Catholic Weekly. CCWNY.org, the website. Dennis Walzak, CEO at Catholic Charities. Also, Jeff Perrone, uh, who is involved with the SB, Esprit program in Niagara County and, and workforce training there. Gentlemen, thank you so much for spending some time with us today on the program. Great. Thank Thanks you. a lot, Greg. And as always, uh, you can go to uh, our website, either buffalodiocese.org slash radio or the namesake of this program, the Western New York Catholic, wnycatholic.org slash radio. All of our podcasts are on there. And uh, um, I, I mentioned a couple of times uh, uh, about uh, Sister Mary visiting us uh, a couple months back. That's on there as well if you, if you want to be reminded about what she said. And uh, there will be some show notes, and I will certainly link to Catholic Charities from there as well. I'm Greg Prince. I'll be back with you next week. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org.